This episode is brought to you by Meow Wolf. Manifest unique family memories at Meow Wolf Denver. Quantum travel is the most comfortable way for Earthers of all ages to explore a playground of imagination. And why visit just once when this immersive experience reshapes every time you enter? C Street is my favorite because C Street has this vibe of like 80s dystopian. There's like slime coming down the walls and there's weird posters. And then of course, the secret club. With the annual Portal Pass, drop by Convergence Station as much as you want for less than the cost of two adult tickets. So if you plan to go twice, it's worth it. Plus, enjoy discounts, special offers, and so much more. Get the annual Portal Pass and spend quality space time with your favorite Earthers today. Learn more at meowwolf.com. That's meowwolf.com. Today on CityCast Denver. Sobriety is such a heavy word, but it doesn't have to be. This week, I'm celebrating my sweet 16 years of sobriety, and I gotta say, I'm stoked. Denver's become a pretty great place to be social and not drink, and I want to celebrate. To mark the occasion, I called up friend of the show, artistic director at the Sea Film Center, and fellow non-drinker Keith Garcia to talk about how we enjoy ourselves in adult spaces without the booze. Today is Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Because that'll make it the way that phones pick up voice. Yep, just like that. (laughs) So you just pretend you're chatting with me um, on the phone. Perfect. (laughs) Like normal. Keith Garcia, welcome back to CityCast Denver. Hello, Bree. I was thinking about this all morning, being officially having to introduce you. Like, I don't talk to you every day. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here too, Miss Davies. That's always how I feel too. I'm just like, hello, Miss Davies. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So we're talking about... Uh, not drinking in the city. And um, I say not drinking over sobriety because, well, I'm celebrating my sweet 16 uh, sober anniversary this week. Woohoo! Um, woohoo! And you have been my friend for over a decade and you've only known me as a sober person, which is cool. But mm-hmm. something about our friendship and relationship is that we like to do a lot of things that often could involve alcohol, but don't. And mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you because you're not sober. You're just a person that doesn't drink very often. How would you describe your relationship with alcohol? Uh, my relationship with alcohol is, uh, it's just an, an acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you with a drink in hand, honestly. just Yeah, I just, I suppose I was lucky enough to be born with like zero taste for alcohol. Yeah. So the thought of a beer, uh, a whiskey, and any of that stuff like isn't it's it's always just been different. Everyone else has been like, "Oh my god, I need a beer, I need a drink," <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't need any of that." Like there literally is no need inside of me to be like, "Give me that." Um, yeah. And it's always just kind of funny because you know beer culture and all that stuff. All these people being like, mm, "Try this thing." Try this one. This one, maybe this one will change your mind. And I'm like, these all taste like wet ashtray <laughs> clippings. Like, 
I don't understand what the what the draw is, but you know, it is funny though. There's this expectation, like we don't want to go out and do whatever other adults are doing and just not be drinking at the same time. But we will pay for like a cool, like I think about how Kokoro carries um, Ramune, those like mm-hmm. the the sweet sodas or yeah. um, even like. Uncle, the ramen restaurant has a really good ginger beer, or they serve Mexican Coke, or you know, like just mm-hmm. something like that is enough to say, "Oh, thanks. I'm going to be here a while. I would love a nice drink." Exactly, and I think this probably started for me at least my flying through, you know, the bar atmosphere. Um, I mean, I was. I think you were too. Obviously, we 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 come from the days of Rock Island and yeah. all ages nights. At these yes. places where we literally could not drink, but we were like, we're in a social situation. And at some point when they would turn, when the 21 year olds would show up at, at you know, 10 PM. Um, <laughs> I was a big tracks under uh, yeah. underage night girl, 16 and up night kid. Exactly. <laughs> but then they get a wristband um, or you get X's on your hands and you still couldn't get that booze. But that was the thing is for me, I was like, I didn't care. But it changed the atmosphere where you're like, oh, I don't want to appear like a kid. So I need mm. to have something in my hand. And it wasn't like, I definitely need a drink. It was more like, hey, what can I have in a cup that's going to, that, that I'll looks- enjoy? And, you know, for the most part, it's always just either soda, water, and lemon or uh, a Coke. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. What's the thing, like, I'm thinking about someone who maybe is thinking about not drinking and is concerned, like, oh, God, there goes my social life. Mm-hmm. What is it that draw that draws you out to the dance floor, to the places where everybody around you is maybe mostly drunk and you're still having a good time? Like, how do you, what's your mindset? How do you do that? This has been situations, too, I've been in in the last, over this last year. Um, going to some, there've been some good, like, um, you know, queer dance parties, like junk drawer and stuff like that, that have popped up over town. And in those instances, it's like, Ooh, I really like this DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, this DJ is doing some, you know, good job. I'm just going to go on the dance floor. And to be honest, I'm not a fan of even like with a Coke, if you're on a dance floor, don't be carrying your drink. That's, that's, <laughs> that's one of those things where it's like, let's just get that rule out of the way. But um, it, 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 it is the company you keep. It's the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do mention Junk Drawer. Um, yeah, and Junk really... Drawer is like a, is it like a monthly? Monthly-ish. Night? It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a pop-up queer dance party that um, lately has been occurring at uh, the Triangle. Um, but I think they do move around every so often. But it's just, it's a, it's a very queer, safe space um, to just celebrate you know dancing and your queer friends and and all that stuff so 
I think part of it is seeking out spaces that are focused on something else. Like mm-hmm. junk drawer is something that's focused on the queer community and creating a safe space. Or like you said, a really good dance party, which I know, I mean, you're a music freak. Like music mm-hmm. drives, other than movies, music is like one of the things that really drives you. For sure. And, and so if there's like a really good dance night or like a DJ you know plays really good music, like going to that night, focusing on enjoying the music, that's sometimes how I try to think about getting through you know, a, a whole night, <laughs> you know, because I want to say I stay out till 2 a.m. like twice a year and I want to have a good time. So there's got to be something else there other than what draws some people, which is like cheap drinks. Yeah. I mean, I think one good thing is like, I mean, I, I'm hoping it's a it's a trend in regards to, to people opening new spaces. But I think really knowing what your vibe is, and I I mean, that might sound (laughs) hippy-dippy. No, I get it. But, you know, I went to Scorpio Palace for the first time. Um, And Scorpio Palace is the new event event space slash hair salon run by uh, Lauren Zwicky. And it's in the – she's a DJ and a, a hairstylist, among other amazing things. But it's in the old Rhinoceropolis space. Yeah. Okay. And and I went there for the first time. They just had like a dance night and uh the DJs were really good and like you know they had like a you know a little a little bar set up. A teeny But it wasn't bar. the focus. It wasn't the focus and like you know I just got like a LaCroix and then I was like the space is small but then everyone's just like dancing and vibing and I was like you know what this music's really good I'm just going to dance. And that was a really, before I knew it, I was like, I've been dancing for like an hour straight. Well, and speaking of that, so you brought up Scorpio Palace, which is a newer space in Denver. And I've known Lauren for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, Keith, you and I have been going out in Denver for a long time. And I I can remember a time a decade ago when I would walk into a brewery and say, hey, can I can you have a drink that's not beer? And... They would be like, oh, here's a jug of water at the end of the bar. Yes. <laughs> and and that's changed quite a bit. I mean, I think about ratios had kombucha and nitro cold brew on tap. Like, mm-hmm. do you think that are we seeing more of a trend in Denver towards non-alcoholic options or non-alcoholic centered spaces for adults? I think it's 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 coming. OK, I think it's it's it's, you know, no pun intended brewing. <laughs> and, and I think it is just. Actually, what? I was kind of, this sparked in my head uh, yesterday and I was like, oh, that would make perfect sense why these things are sort of coming around. I think during the pandemic, people mm-hmm. really started to understand their alcoholism mm-hmm. or their relationship to things like booze at a time when they weren't, we weren't going out right. for a long time. Right. We, you know, for the most part, a lot of people spent a year not going out. And so it became a question of like, well, am I bringing the booze home? Yeah. Am I making a party here at home? Or what was it that you missed so much about going out? And I started to think about like, but how often do I want to go out? Mm. And where is it? Where do I prefer being at home? And when, when I do go out, what, what is I important want? to me? And for the most part, what proved to be important for me in returning to uh, bars and clubs is my friends and the atmosphere. That yeah. That's what I truly missed. It was never about what I was drinking. And 
that I think if if that was if it was that was coming to me in my uh, pandemic time, it has to have happened to a lot of other people, whether they realize it or not. Yeah, and I think to me it almost emphasizes the extra special need for public spaces that aren't alcohol centered or at least it's not the main attraction so that when we come out of our you know as we continue to I mean it still feels strange sometimes like to be in a room full of people but as we do that we need to have more options and I think something like you know, like the junk drawer dance party or events at Scorpio Palace or like uh, Clearheads. The last one's happening this weekend at Fort Greene on Sunday, mm-hmm. which is Jen Cordy's alcohol booze-free hang. And she's like you in that she just doesn't really drink. But mm-hmm. she's creating this space that people were missing, which is like hanging out with friends, enjoying yeah. ourselves, exactly. loving good music. That's the thing is you, you just literally don't need booze to have a good time. I mean... You know, running the C Film Center, is it a huge, you know, addition to our bottom line and everything to have a bar at a movie theater, which is a rarity? Um, sure, absolutely. But the point is not about the bar. Like the bar is such a nice accessory to a really great theater. And if if drinks are your thing, then cool. We have an amazing uh, bar staff that creates really great stuff. But you tell them you're not drinking booze and they'll be like, cool, I can make this for you, like on the whim. Yeah, and like, I'm also thinking about an option, like having a bar in a movie theater is like a lot of times you want to meet before the movie or you want to meet after the movie and talk to your Mm -hmm. friend about the movie. And I find myself doing that so often at the sea and I've never thought twice about the fact that I'm not drinking alcohol in a bar. And it's never made, it's never been, um, I've never been made to be uncomfortable. The bartenders are equally cool to me, whether I'm getting a drink for someone else or not, if I'm just Mm -hmm. getting a Coke, whatever. And I think that that just drives home this idea. Like we just need these spaces that are not centered on alcohol, but are places where we can hang out, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Well, and I, one other thing I want to just like kind of, recommend to folks that you and I do already which is like tap into the things that you loved to do as a teenager before alcohol was the main driver of social stuff so like you and I will we love to like cruise right mm-hmm. we love to get in the car cruise around go to Sonic get a dessert sit mm-hmm. in a park you know what I mean watch the sunset just talk and like don't forget how fun that kind of stuff is because you and I do that fairly often <laughs> yes <laughs> listen you know, to good I, music together you know like exactly I mean I'm gonna be 45 next month and I I love that I still do the things at 45 that I was doing happily at 16 <laughs> totally <laughs> you know? same my favorite things in the whole world cruising with my friends listening to good music and eating candy or you know (laughs) enjoying a a shake from our girl share bear at the sonic on (laughs) shout out to share bear yeah i mean i i'm glad that being an adult doesn't mean having to let go of those things that like spark the best memories in you when you were younger and this goes for Amazing memories of, you know, going to uh, Chibop at uh, Snake um, Pit Snake Pit, and um, things like that, where it was like, oh, going to Sarah T's No BS dance party. Yeah. Or whatever Jason Heller was throwing off the wall. Off at, the wall. High dive and other places. 
Oh, you're um, right. These these memories are about the music. <laughs> exactly. And I have these memories because I wasn't on the floor, uh, passed out. Um, I was having a good time and watching all this stuff go down and participating. I but, was on the floor and I was also getting kicked out of the bar. So I'm yeah, glad you so, have those memories. <laughs> <laughs> but we're making new ones. Okay, thank you so much. This was so fun. Yay, thank you for having me. As always, my dear. Oh, and I wanted to give a quick shout out to some of my fave places with out-of-this-world mocktail menus, like Cuba Cuba, which has stellar booze-free mojitos if you like fruity, minty, fizzy concoctions. If you want to feel extra fancy, the Speakeasy Williams and Graham has what it calls temperance drinks, like the Passionate Earl, which is made with Earl Grey iced tea, green apple syrup, passion fruit, lime, and mint. Yum! And here's what else Denverites are talking about. After hearing Mayor Hancock talk about hiring additional police in his State of the City speech on Monday, I have to mention an incident that happened over the weekend. Around 1.30 Sunday morning, as the bars in Lodo were letting out, there was an officer-involved shooting on a crowded street that left six people injured. According to the Denver Post, officers say they saw a 21-year-old man go for a gun in his waistband when they opened fire, injuring the man and five bystanders. One eyewitness told Vice that it was, quote, definitely a little traumatic to see that go down, to see police just randomly shooting into a crowd of people. A police investigation into the incident is ongoing, and I know reporters are looking into this, too. I saw on Twitter yesterday that Elise Schmelzer at the Denver Post was denied an open records request for the Halo cam and body cam video footage from the incident. We'll be talking more about this one for sure. And in some good news, Denverite reports that the Regis neighborhood is the latest community to be rezoned for ADUs. ADUs, also known as accessory dwelling units, carriage houses, or granny flats, can now be built in the North Denver neighborhood without having to jump through all the rezoning hoops. If you live in Regis and have dreamed of building housing literally in your own backyard, now is the time. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Yum. <laughs>